0: Previously, on the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I guess I'm going to investigate Dean Livia. She
1: slowly sits up and says, what happened?
0: Well, we heard some yelling. There was smoke. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) A giant bee and some hounds. And we found you here.
1: I was talking to Vakum about you four. I need to get to the infirmary. And she starts marching straight out the door.
0: We should probably get back to searching for Winona somewhere.
2: Can I pull out my sending stone and ask that one guy how he's doing?
1: Roger Dodger, this is Donnie.
2: Just found the Dean unconscious, believe it or not.
1: I saw some corpses. All those students that came in here sick, they're dying. Then I saw that Dean Livia saw me. That was like 10 minutes ago. She's already there? She was there 10 minutes ago.
3: And it would definitely take longer than five minutes to get from the infirmary to where we're at right now.
1: Yeah, unless she teleported or something.
3: Or unless the person that was just unconscious wasn't Dean Livia. And there was also a Dean Livia in the infirmary with dead kids. Unless that is someone else. Unless it's not Facom Kane because he was here. Unless.
1: You want me to go look right now?
3: No. Well, yeah, go take a peek.
1: Oh, hi, Dean Livia. We're on our way.
2: <laughs> I'm going to go try to figure out who this imposter is. I'd go the way that Facum Kane had gone.
1: You keep following the hallway, and then it dead ends.
3: I want to smash the vase in anger.
1: You look up and you see Acrea Rolta, the coach of the Pyrocross team, and Dean Niall Tyson coming around the corner. Manny, bad. What the hell are you guys doing?
3: But Vacuum Kane went down this hallway, smashed this vase.
2: <clears throat> and and I guess there's two Dean Livia's Milo, Milo. Shh.
3: And I just want to stare at Milo. Don't say anything. I vomit. See, he's not feeling well, so we're going to get him to the infirmary.
1: (laughs) I will escort you to the infirmary. Coach Rolta, you go and you find Vacuum, and we're going to put this accusation to rest. So you arrive at the infirmary, the lights are all on, and lying on four gurneys are dead students.
3: Well, that's slightly unsettling.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and dungeon master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Brad Renfro. A uh,
2: recent survey shows that six out of seven dwarves are not happy.
1: I get it.
0: Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh. Uh,
3: <laughs> I never really watched Disney. Maybe it's funny because much, you sure. say like
0: a family friendly thing just for like me to follow it up with something about my penis and it completely <laughs> kills any family <laughs> friendly act you're going for.
2: <laughs> Usually I'm last and I got to be like, "What, well, guys, I'm just going to give you something nice.
0: So now chill. like parents are like, OK, this is good for, for our kids. We could listen to it as a family. JK, nobody's fucking listening to this as a family. That's odd.
1: Um <laughs> But yeah. Now if you are listening to it as a family, let us know because we would Call love CPS to.
0: Call CPS on yourself.
1: <laughs> so here they are, so they're like, "Okay, this is off to a a, a rock solid start." Boner. <laughs> Speaking of which, we also have on the podcast, Matt Smith.
0: Why did the wizard have good balance? Because he can't trip. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: All right, all right. I'm going to look like the asshole at the end of this <laughs> hard time. <laughs>
1: Brad Richards.
3: Um um oogle,
1: oogle, oogle, Boom. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what you just said. It came across as a <laughs> bunch of static on my end.
0: That just made my pee pee hard. <laughs> and
1: Ben Renfro. His pee pee's hard. Ah. Uh, I've had blue balls for weeks now. <laughs>
0: Since we haven't recorded recently, and I'm ready to drain my nut tonight.
3: Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Stop. I,
1: yeah, Dude, that was some
3: sacrilegious shit. i <laughs> blue balls because- See what I said? I said sacrilegious. Oh,
0: I heard it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it makes sense. We haven't recorded in a while, so, you know, usually I get hard every week, and now I've just been having blue balls, and- Oh, we get it. It's ready to be drained.
2: We, we get oh, it. We get it. It's just a- st- Scrambled thing to say. I thought
3: you were gonna say it was a stretch.
2: <laughs> just, just be
0: like Paul. That that transition was like my sack. A stretch.
2: <laughs> we need you to like, stop this whole charade, Jack. There's going a on. wrinkle in your plan, just like my
3: nut sack.
1: <laughs> Let's just move past whatever Ben is saying and uh, get started on our Death Saving Bros. Actual Play Fifth Edition podcast, which. We have not recorded in a while, so let's give a little bit of a recap. When we last left off, our student adventurers had just beat some demons that had flooded into the hallway, and they went to investigate the room they had come out of to discover an unconscious Dean Livia. They woke her up. She said that Professor Fackham Kane had come in and been talking to her, and she needed to get back to the infirmary. So she left, and our student adventurers were trying to figure out what was going on, who was doing what in terms of, like, the mysteries that were abounding in the school. And they reached out to their friend Donnie at the infirmary via Sending Stone. And Donnie said, what are you talking about? Dean Levy is not at the school. She's here in the infirmary. And they thought that that sounded suspicious. So then they decided to go try and find out where Professor Fackham Kane had run off to, after his argument with Dean Livia, only to see a dead end in the hallway and no sign of Professor Kane. Two of the other teachers at the school, Coach Rolta of the Pyrocross team and Dean Niall Tyson, came in and listened to all of these accusations and recounts of what had been going on, and they said, all right, we're going to look into this. Coach Rolta went to go get Professor Kane, Dean Tyson took our adventurers to the infirmary to get them patched up, and that is where we left off with them arriving at the infirmary and finding four dead students. So, I leave it to you, gentlemen, to pick up the story as you have just turned the corner at the infirmary to see four of your fellow students dead on gurneys.
0: Holy balls! No! Potential teammates! (laughs) Less competition for the finals. Um,
1: Was there, wait, was somebody escorting us in? Yes, you are with Dean Tyson. And as soon as you exclaim and you're saying what you're saying, he says, boys, 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 you should not be looking at this. This, you need to, we need to get you to your own. You brought us here.
3: Whoa. Guys, I found a problem. I definitely made that disturbed joke before because I have a band name (laughs) and a song.
1: Probably.
0: What are you listening to right now, as we walk in with your earbud in?
3: (laughs) Bothered. Yes. Toward the bottom. Toward (laughs) toward the bottom along the ailment. Very good. (laughs) I hate myself.
1: Were there uh, any of the hospital staff in earshot to hear your your exclamations, or?
2: Well, yeah, or to check us in, or to be more more
1: so. I would
0: like to ask them what what is going on and like go up and be able to talk to
1: them, call them over, do something like that. Gotcha. So, when you had walked into the infirmary last episode, there actually wasn't anybody at the front desk, which was suspicious. That's when you turned the corner looking for hospital staff, and you found the bodies instead. So, when you exclaim, nobody comes rushing right away, it's just Dean Tyson who's trying to usher you back out into the lobby. He says, Boys, 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 wait, wait here, and I'll... I'll Don't touch anything. Don't go anywhere. I will find Dean Livia or or Derek or Meredith. I I will find somebody. We'll figure out what's going on. And he disappears back into the infirmary hallways, and you are left alone in the front lobby.
0: Can we take a peeky peek at the bodies?
1: I'd like to be looking for toe tags, see who
0: who these fellow students (sighs) are.
1: Yeah, if you want to try and take a look at the bodies, I would like anybody that is going through those double doors to peek at them to give me a stealth check.
0: Good thing a giant fucking elephant's super not stealthy.
3: Was I peeking in my head? I 21.
2: 19. This
0: going to be on brand six. <laughs> I just come stomping through the doors.
1: <laughs> All right, so since Thad asked first, uh, you slipped through the door right behind Dean Tyson and you don't make a sound as the door is swinging, and you go to take a look at the bodies.
0: I mean, I probably would have waited, probably would have waited like a second until he was, like, gone. On <laughs> his heels. <laughs> Not like the door swinging closed and I go, swing. He,
1: do- he doesn't even notice that you are that close on his heels.
0: I mean, I, I guess if if I'm getting away with it. Yeah. I'll continue.
2: If I'm getting away with it, I'll also take his wallet. <laughs>
1: we did not go that far
0: i'll slip i'll slip a note into his pocket that says note to self reinstate pyrocross for sure
1: do you want to try to do that you can give me a slight of hand
0: signed signed dean tyson
1: he signed his own name dean tyson
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not going to do that
1: okay so if if you don't want to sneak in the way that i suggested how how would you sneak through those swinging doors i mean i, I was going
0: to wait like A second until he was, like, at least a little bit down the hallway. Okay, sure. And then go in.
1: All right. And then you wanted to take a peek at the bodies. Are you looking for anything in particular?
0: I guess if there's any wounds or, like, obvious way, they might have died.
1: Okay. Then go ahead and give me an investigation check.
0: Ah, well, with my plus zero, that gives me a 13.
1: Okay. Okay you are looking them over and you you walk up and you're looking over the first body and you're not really seeing anything aside from the markings of the sickness that you've been seeing on all the students around you. Um, the jaundiced skin, the fever well I guess it wouldn't be feverish because they're dead. Um, but jaundiced skin, there are no cuts bruises of any kind and they have dry chapped lips and just as you're discovering these things on this first body, the door bangs behind you and Manny comes through.
0: I poop my pants. <laughs> you're like in close <laughs> listening and you hear loud bang.
3: You have pants? I, I poop my shell, I mean. Ew. That's <laughs> <laughs> unsanitary.
1: It's just sitting in the pocket at the bottom like a baby's diaper. <laughs> have we ever gotten that out of his shell Wait, entirely? No,
2: we did know about the dead bodies because Donnie told us in The Sending Stone. Like, we knew people were dying
3: Yeah, but seeing them's different
2: No, sorry, that was just like an epiphany moment Where I was supposed to remember that like 10 minutes ago
0: Also, Donnie is crazy So, you know When he's like, hey, there's dead bodies here I mean, yeah, I could go either way That is a very good point (laughs) They could just be sleeping
1: (laughs) But yeah, so um, Manny comes Bursting through the door (laughs) Trying to do what you did and slip through them But instead, it winds up smacking back and hitting the wall. It's fine. So
0: yeah, I would like... First thing I would like to just do is go check the toe tags to see if I recognize any of
1: these students. All right, so you are checking the toe tags. You don't recognize any of them just by looking at their faces in terms of, like, named characters that have happened so far in this campaign. But you have met these people before in your time on campus. You recognize that one of them is named Myron, Another is named Aeolus. You don't know one of them by name, uh, but you read the toe tag and it says "Quewin." and then the last one is Katar. So I don't, I don't really. Okay, that's
0: fine. Milo and Dixon didn't follow in yet, right?
3: No, I figured the elephant going through the doors was not going to be silent.
0: I mean, why does it matter? <laughs> I don't, I don't care if somebody sees that we're in the lobby. That's cool.
3: And I see nobody behind the desk, right, so
0: I go back out Dixon, Milo, have a have a thought Milo, you were talking to Donnie on our way over here, right?
2: Uh, you see me rifling through some of the papers behind the desk And I just go, uh, what? Yeah, uh, Donnie, he was Yeah, we talked to him on the Sending Stone You were there
0: I think you were talking to him I don't recall if I was listening to that conversation He told you people were dying Did he know how? Or did you guys not be able to, like, talk about that, see if he had any inside information since he's actually been here in the infirmary, if he, like, overheard anything, like, do you know yet?
2: You got yelled at. If I remember correctly, I was, he was just very afraid that people were, like, he was very freaked out that people died, and that's all he said, he didn't say how.
0: All right, do you think there'd be any benefit in going and trying to talk to him real quick before the, uh, administration gets back? Like, do you guys think he might have some sort of information, or was he more just scared? It's probably a dead end.
2: I mean, he he seems to have taken his role as being an undercover for our team pretty serious. Right. So
0: he might have some information. I think we send Dixon in. Dixon, you and him got along really well so last time for some reason.
3: You mean the guy yeah. held up by the neck and pinned him against the wall?
0: Yeah, but then you put him down, and you guys were... It was the most...
3: You mean the guy threatened over the sending stone? It was the most stone? vibrant
0: I've ever seen you. There, <laughs> I'll, I'll say it.
3: The same guy just threatened over the sending stone?
0: Yeah, but... <laughs> Think secretly he levels with you in some way. Your guys is crazy, matches each other.
3: Are you calling me psychotic?
0: No, I didn't call you psychotic per se. All I'm trying to say is you seem to have a way with him.
3: I just kicked the door open and walked through the hallway. All right, are you I'm going to where Donnie is?
0: All right, you're going to Donnie. Okay, good. We'll, we'll wait out here.
3: <laughs> All right. I'm rolling for penetration. <laughs>
1: Rolling for how
0: well I kick this fucking door open.
1: (laughs) It it, it is a swinging door, so it opens pretty darn easily if you kick it. 20.
3: (laughs) I rolled a 20. I kicked the fuck out of this door.
1: It bangs open even louder than Manny managed to bang it open.
0: (laughs) Ew. Ew. (laughs) We're not talking about Winona, are we? (laughs) Like a screen door in a hurricane.
1: Actually, I want Milo to give me a perception check because you said you were going through the papers behind the front desk.
2: Yep. 26.
1: Right as Dixon winds up kicking through the door to start marching towards Donnie's room and Manny goes chasing after him, you notice on one of the sheets of paper that you're rifling through, you notice the name Winona and you see that it is under a list of admitted Patience.
2: Everybody else is through the door at this point.
1: Yes, everybody else has gone into the back hallways.
2: What does it say a room number?
1: Yes. She is in room two o six.
2: Okay, and then I also want to look if when the uh, if Dean Livy is checked in.
0: Not doing that. Not, not telling me that the love of my life is
2: admitted yet. None of you are in the same room as me. Yes, we are. He just said no. You all went through the doors, and I'm oh. still out in the lobby. Brad is correct. Oh, I've been
0: painting this picture wrong the whole time. I thought we were all in, like, this big lobby where, like, the front desk was, and that's where you were at, and that's where the dead bodies were. But okay.
1: No, sorry. The dead bodies are through the doors in the back hallways, the beginning of the back hallways. And that's where Thad has been. And he's looking over the bodies, and he is noticing symptoms of illness, but he is not discovering any sort of wounds or anything. And then... The rest of you were in the lobby until Dixon went through those back doors along with Manny and left Milo alone at the front desk.
2: So, I also do want to know, though, if the Dean has checked in like she said she was going to.
1: Give me an investigation check because now you're looking for something specific. Eleven. You do not find Dean Livia's name on the admitted sheet.
3: It'll look harder. (coughs) Interesting.
2: Okay, well, I guess I'll, uh, if since nothing else catches my eye I will scurry off back through the doors here and I will alert everybody that I have found that Winona is in here
0: I stopped dead in my tracks where?
2: guys I saw that Winona is uh, on the admitted patients list Uh, she's in room room 206
0: when was she checked in
2: (laughs)
1: when was she checked in you refer to the sheet or did you take the sheet with you?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Why wouldn't I?
2: I? I got them sticky fingers. Of you know? course
1: I'd love <laughs> to have this sheet of admitted patients <laughs> on my person. You pull it out of one of your pockets and you refer to it and say you notice that she was admitted the day that you guys were all off griffin hunting.
2: Okay. So hmm. she so she's been admitted here this whole time.
3: So she's a clone too. It's the attack of the pod, people! (laughs) Unless, like...
0: Milo, does that list you have, like... That was just, like, when they were admitted. Does it also have, like, if they've been, like, released since then? Like, she might have only been admitted for, like,
1: a couple hours. The sheet that you have does not keep track of release, only admittance.
0: Was there a sheet for releases on that desk?
2: I don't think so. I I mean, there might have been in there somewhere, but...
0: Regardless, I, I'm I'm gonna go check out room 206 real quick.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna come with you. No,
0: Thad also Thad has questions. Uh, <laughs> everybody doesn't need to come. I mean, somebody needs to be waiting in the lobby when they get back to say like, oh yeah, they just ran to the bathroom or something to like buy us time.
2: What's Tyson doing for all this? Oh wait, he already he walked off to find somebody.
0: Yeah, he's trying to find us. Like he's an administrator.
2: Come yeah, that's fine. We're all gonna walk away.
0: He's going to be like, wait here, and nobody's going to be there Great, (laughs) great plan, guys That's fine, let's go Let's group trip to room 206, except for Dixon, who's going to go play with Donnie Dixon,
1: are you you still on your way to Donnie's room?
3: Dude, I don't give a shit about the elephant boy not closing with the girl What do
1: you mean not closing? (laughs) What do you consider closing?
0: (laughs) What do you know about it?
1: (laughs) All right Well, if Dixon's on his way to Donnie's room and the rest of you are on your way to room 206, we'll do room 206 first, and then we'll come back to Dixon and Donnie. So Manny, Milo, and Thad are on their way to 206. You know, based on the way that things are numbered, that you're able to find the room pretty quickly. And when you get there, there is a medical chart outside the door, and the door is closed.
2: Have we still not seen any staff, I take it?
1: You have not seen any staff.
0: Should we all dress up in scrubs to make it seem like we work here? (laughs) Like we all pop into the janitor's (laughs) closet, put on (laughs) scrubs, and we obviously...
2: (laughs) What's the medical chart say?
1: Yeah, uh, whose chart is it for? You lift the medical chart out, and you can see very clearly that it is labeled Winona. That's all I needed to see.
0: Does it have any kind of, like timeline like oh at such and such time patient's vitals were checked and etc so that we can establish like Does how she long have, and when she's yeah. been here and while he's looking like for that information I'm also scanning it to say like see STDs well of course if blood work came back I'd, I'd like to know but also if we see why she was admitted like what is wrong with her if that's on the chart as well
1: yeah so you guys are all huddled around this clipboard and you're reading it and you can see that it says she was admitted the day that you guys were off griffin hunting. She was admitted with all the signs of the symptoms that everybody else that is sick, all those things that they have, cough, jaundice skin, ashen, lips, trouble breathing, that sort of stuff. And she has a record of vitals from the day that she was admitted until present day there is no break in the timeline according to her chart she has been there the entire time and her vitals and symptoms have been getting worse as well
0: how frequent are the vital checks
1: give me an investigation check please what well, to see, if to she see like the left difference between 1 bit.
0: p.m and 2 p.m versus 1 p.m and like 9 p.m <laughs>
1: I just need a check in order to figure out how long it's going to take you to notice any sort of patterns. Eleven. Okay, that's fine. You managed to pick up on the pattern pretty quickly that it's basically like every six hours there were a vital check and it was being checked by somebody different each time, like four different people per day. And then you notice that approximately 36 hours after she was admitted... The only person that is checking on her was Dean Livia.
0: Okay. And just remind me real quick of one timeline of when we rescued her from the pipes. Was that before or after the Griffins?
1: After the Griffins.
0: Okay. And are any of those checks on the chart during the time we would have known she was like with one of us?
1: Yes. Yes. Because the day that we are living right now is the same day, just a few hours earlier, where you guys followed the pipes and found Winona. And there are checks on this sheet saying that she was present in the infirmary. Like while we were with her. While you were with her.
2: I opened the door.
0: No, hold on, hold on, Milo. Nope. Before you go on, Milo, I have something to say. Guys, this this is going to be easy for me to say, but...
2: We're not going to pull the plug. No, 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 no.
0: That's not what I'm trying to say. The Winona that I was with, you know that that we we saved and I shared that that moment with, and then we went back, and then nothing happened. Look, <laughs> yeah, get, uh, oh, man, <laughs> Thad, I hate to say this, but you're right. I know. You're right. You're Th- right. No, you, you guys are you guys are totally right. I totally didn't close.
3: You hear me from down I the was,
0: wall. <laughs> I was so close. And we did have that kiss. But what I'm trying to say is if...
3: Why would you lie to me?
0: No, no, no. This is okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I wanted to fit in and be cool. And I didn't want to let you doubt that because, you know, it was... Everybody was so excited for me. But what I'm trying to say is if winota has been in here this whole time and we just figured out about, like, 2D and Livia's, it seems like it was, uh, you know, maybe not actually wouldn't Winona and that could mean a whole mess of things which is really confusing me like in my intimate life and things like that I don't even know what I'm saying
2: right, right now I'm sorry about your intimate life I'm just I think I'm the trying best to, say, way to do this. I'm very is...
0: confused because there could be a shapeshifter walk around the school that looked like Dean Livia and looked like Winona and it could have been anybody or there could be a whole mess of clones and they could be like as people are being admitted doing shit to them and cloning their bodies for different reasons which would be also very weird and confusing to me but all I'm trying to say is if this wasn't the Winona that we've been with recently
2: they could have just been lying on the charts let's just open I'm, I'm gonna g- gently open the
1: door you find the doors locked
2: oh I'm just gonna gently open the hmm, aggressively okay.
1: open the door <laughs>
2: I'm going to try okay, to. Guys. I'm going to try c- to pick the
0: pick, lock. I can pick it. I have. I'm. I have thieves' tools, and I'm proficient in this shit.
2: Since
3: when? I've I never a had to pick a door. I have a lot of tools. I'm always there to kick them open. You are a tool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not. I mean, I I'm not just, great at it. I have the tools, and I. You just well, said you're yeah, proficient not, in it. I am proficient in it. You're not great. Not great. Let, yeah. Let I'm me pick it. Moderately
2: proficient. Let me see them in tools.
0: I'm not going to give you my tools.
2: I'll give them back. I mean... you
0: won't! Let me try it first, because I like these tools.
2: (laughs) Alright, I'm going to pull out a paperclip and another paperclip. I'm going to try to improvise pick this.
1: Alright, roll for me, Milo. It will be a sleight of hand.
2: I rolled a 24.
1: Milo, you managed to pick the lock with your paperclips... Just as Manny is getting his tools out, he's selected his nice set of lock picks, and he's ready to go, and you go, ta-da, and there's the latch that, it's an unlatched door, and it just slowly swings open.
2: Could have made this easy on us. I
1: mean, it's okay,
0: I wasn't feeling very confident anyways.
1: (laughs) And as the door swings open, I'm guessing that the three of you that are at room 206 are going to enter?
0: Yes.
2: Carefully. Respectfully. Just yes. (laughs) Manny's going to be bursting in there. Winona! Oh.
1: (laughs) You guys walk into the room, and it is an empty bed.
2: I dress up as Winona and wait for the vital check.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You put on her clothes. (laughs) And now let's go ahead and switch over to Dixon. Dixon, you are making your way over to the psych ward. As you're making your way there, you hear voices in the hallway next to yours, so I'm going to need you to give me a stealth check to go unnoticed.
3: Well, if there's one thing I'm proficient in, it's not stealth. Ten.
1: Okay. The voices you can hear are clearly Dean Tyson, and you can hear Meredith's voice over there. You think that you hear Dean Livia's voice, you go into the psych ward quickly, and you pause a moment to hear if you can sense anybody following you and you don't hear anything. So you continue on to Donnie's room and uh, the door is unlocked.
3: I go in.
1: Once you enter the room, you can see that Donnie is sitting there, tapping his toes and kind of looking around and his sending stone is in his lap.
3: Does he see me?
1: He does. Damn. He sits up from the chair and goes, Dixon, oh my! Shhh What what are you doing here? Shut the fuck up! (laughs) Okay. Shh.
0: Just pinch his lips. Like no. Shh.
3: There's a lot of teachers here,
1: so shut the fuck up. What? What's going on? I don't know.
0: <laughs> they sent me to your room.
3: <laughs> I wish I could tell you, but there's a lot of weird shit going on.
1: Clearly, everybody's sick. And dead. And last year, my roommates died?
3: Yes. Do you have you heard anything how they died?
1: The ones that died in front of my eyes, or the ones that I just found?
3: <laughs> <sighs> Motherfucker, I know how the.
1: Motherfucker, I know
3: other the ones that died in front of you died. The other ones that just died.
1: No, I mean, I would assume from the sickness. Shh, sh- 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 shut the fuck up. <laughs> do you want me to talk to you or do you want me to shut the fuck up? Shh, quietly, you fuck. I am being quiet, you <laughs> fuck. I draw a dagger. <laughs> he draws a pencil. I like this guy. <laughs>
3: I understand why you're here. So you don't know how the new ones died?
1: No, no, but clearly it's freaking people out because all of the attendants are now, like, running from room to room, checking in on the sick people.
3: And you don't know anything about it?
1: I was waiting for further instruction. I was caught by Dean Livia and she- That's a good call. told me to sit down and if you want me to do some investigation, I'll do some investigation. he starts waving his pencil around.
3: No, 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 no. Shh. No. Not a chance. No? Because you'll get caught, and then that little stone in your lap is going to lead them to us. We're going to get you out of here.
1: Oh, I like that very much, but I mean, if I need to hide something, I'll hide it. You know, there's there's more than one pocket on my person.
3: No. <laughs> how, how big is that? How big is the stone, just for my personal knowledge?
1: Um, it is... How how big do you want it to be? no. <laughs> oh not I've always pictured like a little pebble but you're right is it like a fist sized rock
3: a jagged rock
1: I've always imagined it's like a polished stone about the size of your palm (laughs)
3: damn Damn.
1: just picture a jagged broken cinder block just right (laughs) up his poop chute Uh. what are you talking about my poop chute he pulls aside part of his uh gown and you can see that there is like a. pocket, um, haphazardly sewn on the inside of his He's um, a marsupial. Nursing gown. He's a pouch.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just keep it in my pouch. Bloop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody goes in my pouch.
3: (laughs) He's a marsupial.
0: Nobody's allowed in there.
3: Okay, Donnie. So we're gonna get you out of here. But we might have to start murdering teachers. Just letting you know.
1: Um, I don't think that's the best plan of action.
3: I don't see another way this is going to end.
1: Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because Vacuum
3: Kane's over there smashing flower pots, and I
1: took the fall for it. He's got to die. What does that have to do with anything?
3: You know what? I don't have to explain myself to you. You're in a psych ward.
1: Ah, you? I am in a psych ward because nobody believes me when I'm telling them the truth. Just because I'm spouting truth I'm the crazy one
3: Well, yeah, that's how 90% of the world works
1: And it's fucked up, man
3: Which is why we gotta start killing teachers (laughs) I think we're sending the wrong message for this
1: podcast (laughs) (laughs) Let's not be too hasty
3: Someone's gonna die here
1: I'm just telling you Somebody's already died
3: Well, yeah, but like, those are just kids (laughs) Fuck them kids. Okay, so stay here. You don't know anything. Where did Dean Livia go when she left you?
1: Uh She went down into the 300s hallway.
3: What's in the 300s hallway?
1: Patience. Oh. Be patient. That's what he's telling you to do.
3: <laughs> what kind of patience?
1: Well, I mean.
3: You say sick ones down here, I swear to God, I'm looking <laughs> like, at you like a pig. <laughs>
1: I mean, I was going to say the sick ones, because most of the people here are sick, but the 300s hallways is more of like the intensive care unit. They're the really sick patients.
3: Okay. Donnie? Yeah? Stay hidden. Stay quiet. We were never here. Hide your fucking stone. We'll be back.
1: You look down, and the stone's no longer in his lap.
3: (laughs) I don't want to know, and I leave the room.
1: Okay. Okay. So we're then going to go ahead and pause on Dixon's storyline. And let's go back to the three that are in uh, room 206 with the empty bed. Hello, all you listeners. Today, I'm not just your DM Paul. Today, I'm your d d Valentine. Ready to send you sweet messages over the air. <laughs> uh, hope you enjoyed that. I, I got a kick out of it. I killed myself, as you very well know from all my segues. Um, anyways, speaking of messages, if you ever want to connect with us directly, feel free to send us a message, holiday reasons or no, by reaching out on social media at Death Saving Bros, or you can leave us a review. Every one of those reviews that we read is like a jolt to our soul, and we can't thank you enough for that. At any time, if you want to learn more about the world of Ralveria or about us hosts, please let us know. And perhaps if it's a question about the world that we're playing in, we might even create a full archives post about it with more information. But other than that, new news, new things happening around here is still a little bit in short supply. Though there is certainly stuff still going on behind the scenes, so there will be updates to come in the future. However, our biggest priority right now is our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/DeathSavingBros. We continue to post new content every week, so we highly recommend checking that out if you haven't already. Access starts at just two dollars a month, but you can also simply follow the page for free if you want to. Just be a part of the community. If you wind up coming in at higher tiers, you can suggest names of characters, locations, and if you join our Shade Arrow tier for at least three months, you'll get all that sweet Death Saving Bros. access, including exclusive merchandise. April will be the last month in this first half of 2024 to become a Shade Arrow and still get enough months racked up for our summer fulfillment, So don't wait. Head on over to patreon.com slash deathsavingbros. And as always, we like to recognize those patrons who make this show possible. Those who have joined our Patreon at the $5 tier get a shout-out at the end of the show, but the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher, so they get the supporter shout-out right now. Ryan Cushman, Gene L. Jackson, and Gavin Knox. Thank you all for your support. And that's just about everything. Like I said, we're short on new news. Oh, I should add that Redbubble.com will be running a pretty handsome 25% discount starting on February 19th, 2024. So that is the Monday after the show is released. If you've been waiting on some self-love with some DSB merch, this month might be just be the time to do that. So why not head over to redbubble.com and search Death Saving Bros. But now that that's done and out of the way, without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.
0: All right, guys, we should uh, we should get back to the lobby before anybody notices that we're not in the lobby. Yes, I look under the bed.
1: <laughs> um, what are you looking for under the bed? Anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, Literally Manny,
0: anything that could be under the bed.
2: Manny, didn't you set that trap where someone walked over there and then we heard them? Can you maybe see if you can put something here? To see it when Winona comes back, we'll be alerted. think it, like, we would have to
0: stay in earshot of the trap.
2: Oh, the trap would just go off, like, when they come back to their room from going to the bathroom or whatever? Yeah. There's... Yeah,
0: it's not like a. I just get, like, a buzzing in my head when somebody walks by. It's oh. like. I think I did it in the past where one of Dixon's bands played very
3: loudly in the woods.
1: I will be the night that I will fall for you.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> first foot lullaby or. Is that what
1: you call? Them? That might
3: be right. I don't know <laughs> if it is. I'm gonna hurt myself.
1: Yeah, it's first foot lullaby. Um, as for you, Thad, you look under the bed and there is nothing there aside from lint. Well, I'm out of ideas. All right, Thad, let's just let's just
0: all get back before they realize we're gone and we'll we'll talk about it.
2: I don't know. Is there anything cool to look at?
0: Milo, we gotta we gotta get back.
2: We leave and we
0: close the door. Pick up Milo. on the way out. Yeah, and I, I just pick up Milo with my
1: trunk. But there's snooping to do. Nope, I pick you up with my trunk. Milo, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Why? Because he's being lifted by my trunk? Yeah, he's he's actually getting pulled away.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to roll on the computer for this. Perception?
1: Yes, please.
0: Why are you using your computer? That's so much less fun. He's getting disadvantage. What if I cover his eyes too? Well, he's <laughs> oh, big. Right, that pulled was away. a
2: 16. And this is a... 12. Mm. 12. Twelve.
1: Well. Okay, then the things that you notice as they're pulling you out of the room is a book bag filled with books. It is open. It is set beside the uh, bedside table. You can tell that the bed is made. It has not been disturbed recently. The flowers in the pot in the room are dead and have been dead for some time and there is not much else in the area.
2: I want to wiggle free and go look in that book bag. No. Oh. <laughs> Just
1: come on.
2: But I gotta look.
1: If you're actually going to try and wiggle free, I need a contested grapple check.
2: Is that strength?
1: For you, it would be acrobatics or athletics and for Manny, who is lifting you, it would be athletics.
0: Believe it or not, I suck at strength in athletics.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, I'm doing it. I got a plus three in acrobatics. 20. 11. So I do not wiggle free.
1: You do not wiggle free. Manny wraps you up tight with his trunk. You notice these things as you're being pulled out of the room, and then they close the door, and you are now out in the hallway.
2: Am I able to. We can cast cantrips for free still, right? Correct. Can I just use Druidcraft to make the flowers bloom? What? That we're in the pot and no, dead.
0: that
1: will be suspicious!
3: <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, but that's gonna make someone know that you're there. I don't care.
1: As the door closes, you cast Druidcraft, and you see the flowers perk up right as the door closes.
2: Alright, I have a bit of relief.
1: Alright. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um... <laughs>
0: Can we can we all just go regroup in the lobby? Can we can we all regroup? Yeah, but I'm not walking. No, I I put you down now.
2: Nope. I'm gonna s i am going to just sit on the floor. Alright, that's fine. I leave you.
3: Do you squeak when you get wrapped and picked up? Only when I'm in the mouse form. Like a little squishy like. It
0: sounds like one of those rubber like yeah. chickens
3: where <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> every time it gets picked up. Oh. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Manny and Thad are going back towards the lobby, and Milo is just sitting there outside of the door to room 206?
2: No, I have abandonment issues. I'm going to run after them.
1: All right, so the three of you are headed back to the lobby. As you are doing that, you start to hear voices that are coming from the hallway next to yours, and they are coming towards you.
2: I disguise myself as a ficus. Can you do as that? a ficus.
0: Um...
1: Gosh. Are they,
0: like, in between us and the lobby, or are they just, like, coming towards us from another direction?
1: Think of it as, like, you've got the 100s, 200s, 300s, 400 hallways, and they all go parallel. And then at the front of the infirmary, there's one hallway that connects all of them with a swinging door that leads to the lobby. So you will have to pass in front of the hallway from the direction of the voices in order to get back to the lobby. Does that make sense?
0: Yes.
1: It would be like if you were looking at bookcases, and you've got four aisles of bookcases, and there's...
0: So based on the way you laid it out, if we, like, turn directions and go a different way, is there not really another hall that leads back, like, to where we would need to go? Correct.
1: You only have the one direction that you can go, and you will have to pass in front of the voices in order to get to the lobby.
0: So we should haul ass and get there before they do so they don't see us. Or
2: we go and just try to meet up at Donnie's room. Well, I mean, if we went to Donnie's room, isn't he in a different hallway?
1: Yeah, so Donnie is in the psych ward, which is at the back of all those hallways. So you could go back down the current hallway that you're in, the the 200s hallway, and as the voices are going towards the lobby, you go the opposite direction towards the psych ward and you would not cross paths.
2: Yeah, so we can avoid them all together And go try to meet up at the psych ward With Donnie and Dixon Or we can just try to get out there I can always try to cast my Pass without trace spell but Or we
0: could just walk out and be like Oh, well we were curious about our dead classmates What are they gonna do? Yeah, yeah let's just <laughs> let's do it Act cool, guys <laughs> And I like I start walking, just kind of like shoulder, like chest up high, just turn the corner like we're supposed to. And I put on
2: sunglasses even though I'm inside.
0: Very cool. (laughs) I say act cool and you do that. (laughs) I walk in slow motion. (laughs)
1: All right, so you guys turn the corner, and about halfway down the hallway in the uh, 300s, you hear Dean Tyson call out to you and say, Boys, I thought I told you to wait out in the lobby.
0: I'm yeah, sorry. we're just concerned about our our dead classmates. It's very concerning.
1: Well, yes, yes,
0: of
2: course. Nobody's anywhere. What is going on here?
1: He looks over his shoulder, and you can see a whole congregation of nurses and doctors down the hall. He says, "Things have have um there are some things going on, and uh, we just want to get you into your room so that you can recuperate. Um, so why don't I show you down to to your rooms?
0: I mean. We could also just sleep in our dorm. We're not sick, we're just tuckered out.
1: (laughs) Well you said that Milo was was hurt. Clearly not. Were you you boys have been lying to me this entire time? My my,
0: (laughs) I mean Milo's sick, but like the rest of us aren't. Milo just has (laughs) a, a means of being dramatic at times.
2: I'll walk it off after I have some soup once I find it
1: yeah bad I want you to give me a deception check please
2: um it's gonna be 17
1: okay you win uh, <laughs> Dean Tyson says yes I suppose I have had Milo he can be a little bit dramatic at times
2: dramatic I was going to I'd die kick you. <laughs> Oh my leg! You broke it! Are you kidding me?
0: I didn't step on you. I
2: can't, I can't put. I can't walk, I can't walk.
1: Thus proving our point.
0: (laughs) Is Dean Livia in the group? My leg!
1: Yes, Dean Livia is with the group of doctors and nurses behind Dean Tyson.
0: When I gaze upon this Dean Livia, do my turtle loins twitch in the exact same way? That they would have twitched when we saw <laughs> Dean Livia in the room that Fakam Kane ran from.
1: Yes, you hear an audible ping.
0: The exact same tone of ping? Yes. <laughs> Deep and dolorous. Dolorous. Good word. So I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is does this look like does she look any different?
1: She is exactly the same as every other time that you've ever seen her. Hmm. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Dean Tyson starts walking towards you and he says, well, if, if you're, you're not sick and you don't need medical attention, then please go back to your dorms. I will look into the accusations that you've made about Professor Kane and we'll talk about it tomorrow.
0: Okay. That's fine. I... Uh... Let's all let's all let's all head back, and then um,
2: I think we deserve some answers.
1: Well, we all do. Answers, answers for what?
2: For how are there four dead
3: students here? There's not four. There's more. <laughs> but he can only count to four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is something that we are going to figure out, and we will we will tell all of the students as soon as we know what's going on. But for now, you you should probably just leave.
2: Well, why are there two Dean Livias as well?
1: What are you talking about?
2: There is another Dean Livia. Motherfucker. This
0: guy. I was literally, like, I on our way back to the lobby. Mm-hmm. I was going to come up with a plan and come up with, like, how we could get this information. You're just blurting it out in front of Dean Livia, too, which, you know, makes it that much awkward. <laughs> and everybody else, so there goes. I'm not
3: even here, but I specifically worked my way around that by blaming the pot on Kane
1: <laughs> As so I'm staring
0: Dean, or Dean Livia down for, you know, no reason to absolutely... <laughs> does she react to that?
1: <laughs> she wasn't reacting to you staring her down, but as soon as she hears Milo say to Dean Livia's... We're dead. <laughs> you see her turn and look. We're dead. <laughs> and you see her frown at the four of you, and she calls after Dean Tyson and says, Nile, is there a problem? I thought we said that those boys were going to be put in some rooms. And she starts walking towards you.
2: Does she seem shifty?
1: Give me an insight check.
2: I'd ride. say pretty shifty with the way that she snapped her oh, head when she, oh. heard when she heard said that. Snap just... <laughs> just
3: draw. You hear every vertebrae cracking?
0: Now, as she's walking to us, is she doing it in a slow, sexy way? Oh my god. Now I'll have to roll at disadvantage then. <laughs> <laughs> it's Paul. <laughs> Nine.
1: She rolled a nat 20. It is a slow and sexy way. Oh, okay.
0: I gotta re-roll that. Nine.
1: (laughs) Uh, She doesn't seem super shifty to you. I mean, aside from the fact that you think that she might be suspicious. So maybe that's why she looks shifty. But other than that, there's no telltale sort of thing that's like, oh, she's shifty as fuck. She walks up to you all and says, all right, so let me get this straight. You you three, where's the fourth one of you?
2: The fourth one of us. Toby's just sleeping right now.
1: No, he's talking about Dixon, who's waiting back in the lobby. Okay, so you four come up with some cockamamie sort of thing that gets you brought to the infirmary when we're in the middle of something very important. And you have Dean Tyson come and beg me to give you some rooms in the middle of what is very clearly an important, distressing moment for all of us. I give you the rooms. Then you say you don't want the rooms. And now you're saying that there are two of me. Which I'm guessing has something to do with this whole Professor Kane broke a vase and he summoned some sort of creatures.
0: <laughs> I mean, he definitely did at least one of those. <laughs> you, could t- you could tell obviously we're confused. Maybe we should be in the psych ward, guys. <laughs> There's a lot going on around here these days. It's been a busy day.
1: <laughs> yes, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused. I want you to tell me what you think it is that is going on and what it is that you expect of me. I can give you two minutes before I have to go deal with sick students.
0: Well, I don't know exactly what's going on by by any means. It does seem that not all of the faculty has been entirely truthful about what's going on, which I understand from, like, a student information safety, you know, don't want to cause a panic, but... There's just been a lot of our friends, a lot of our classmates ending up in the infirmary or something mysteriously going on with them, even outside of the sickness. Like, Liang, our, our friend, who was sent by Fakum, and then all of a sudden he fainted and ended up here too, and then he had no memory of everything. It just seems like, like, you know, something's going on, and we don't know what. And
2: then we found you unconscious.
0: Yeah, we, we
2: you came to the infirmary.
0: Yeah, we found you unconscious, and here you are, seemingly perfectly fine, too. And it's just, just so confusing, everything that's going on. And you're somebody that we've really trusted since uh, we met you and had to come to the infirmary the first time, so, I mean...
1: Okay, okay, let me stop you there, because I was never unconscious. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been here. Exactly. Dean Tyson told me that you said there was something going on at the school, which I didn't understand. I figured we could talk about it when you got here, but let me clear that up for you. I was not at the school. I've been here dealing with these sick kids. And I believe that. And all these things that you've been telling me have included Professor Kane. Niall, you said that Coach Rolta is bringing Professor Kane here? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. They're on their way now. Okay, well then, when he gets here, why don't we all have a conversation? Because clearly... Professor Kane's up to something, and we need to figure out what that is. But right now, I need to go deal with these six students before anybody else dies.
0: That that I think that sounds like a like a great plan to be able to talk it over. But let me ask you this: in the basement where the surge is for the school, are you guys aware of a hidden lab down there and room?
1: Both Dean Tyson and Dean Livia look at each other, and they scrunch their faces up in confusion and go, no, what are you talking about?
0: So earlier, like a couple days ago, when we were helping Fakum fix the surge in the basement and gather some supplies, we ended up coming across a secret room down there. Um,
1: FYI, you came across a
0: secret room today. Earlier today. (laughs) 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 So uh, earlier today when we were in the basement, of of the school we came across a a room that uh had a secret like lab area in the back and uh one of our uh fellow classmates uh winona we we found her in that room unconscious strapped to a table so where where i'm having a hard time connecting the dots is because while we were down this hall winona's charts hanging on there no, we weren't snooping. We just happened to see it as we were looking to see if any of our friends were in the hospital. And we saw her name on the chart that says she was here when we saw her in a secret lab in the basement. And I'd be happy to take you guys to show you where it's
2: at because... Yeah, it let's out to a bar that's ran by some deranged twins.
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, you know, I've seen some confused faces. I've been seeing maybe I'm seeing like, I'm in the fucking matrix and I'm seeing two Dean Livia's and there, maybe there's two Winona's and there's two of everybody in this school. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I'm confused. So that's why I come to you guys as our administration that I trust. And it seems like recently there's been a lot of, you're right. Vacuum's name showing up. So it'd be great if we could have a conversation with him, but you know, Dean Livia, I, I trust you, you know, a, a lot, but I'm also hearing your name. So I'm just, I'm just confused. So, if anybody would like to shed some light on this situation that'd be
1: great okay at that very moment you see Dixon's head pop around the far side of the hallway
0: Dixon thanks for joining us I just spilled everything that we, we we've <laughs> known because we got a lot of like faculty and stuff here
3: Manny did you tell him about the flower pot and how Facum Kane broke it
0: no not yet but that vase yeah I think it was Kane
1: okay so Dixon you do wind up just you're acknowledged and you just step out in the open yep <laughs> okay you're c- calling down from the far end of the hallway
3: <laughs> just with my head around the corner that's what I yell <laughs> did you tell her the flower pot that's, that's exactly what happens
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah we we it's included in that too just know there's a broken vase <laughs> which <laughs> I very well could have been facum
1: Dean Livia starts massaging her temples and she goes I don't I don't have time to deal with this. I, I am trying to save these students' lives as the doors from the front lobby swing open and Professor Kane and Coach Rolta to walk in.
3: I tuck behind the wall.
1: Give me a stealth roll. The wall or a wall?
3: No, the wall that I'm... The wall? No. <laughs> a wall. Hey, Manny.
2: <laughs> Secretly, of course. Should we tell him about the amulet too? I fucking not, dude. Forgot about that. Yeah, Milo, add that in. What fucking amulet?
0: The one of the eye or something.
1: The one that, that Le- Le- Leon came out
0: of the infirmary wearing. he's like, I woke up with this eye amulet.
2: <laughs> oh, man, I don't even remember that. It's like, I have this amulet on me. We're like, oh, what's the etching of an eye? And Paul's like, no, 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 no. it's an actual fucking eyeball. Or like, they we're like,
0: yes, <laughs> cross-reference eye amulets with forbidden text. And tense. then Ben got
2: ten pages of books that he pieced through and hasn't come back with any information yet. We
0: haven't sat down <laughs> for me to read. It
2: yeah. probably has, like, all of the answers. We're trying to just, like, <laughs> interrogate the teachers for some reason over.
0: I just, they might have information, too. I think there's a, I think in a one-on-one situation, we could be taken advantage of. With this many people around hearing it, I think it, I thought it was a good call. <laughs> I've been wrong before.
1: <laughs> so... Dixon, did you roll a stealth roll? 16. Yeah, okay. You think that you ducked behind the wall when everybody turned to look at Professor Kane and Coach Rolta walking in.
3: Did I say 16? I meant 26. You
1: think that you did. Good. (laughs) And when Professor Kane walks in, he says, Coach Rolta here is saying that you boys have been making some sort of accusations about me.
0: Oh, goodness. Do I have to repeat myself? All right. Kane, it's not necessarily an accusation towards you. I
1: thought that we had already gone over this and that you had tried accusing me of something the other night in the basement. No. What is it with you, Manny? I thought that you liked being my student and you wanted to help me with things.
2: What is it with your hellhounds in your little lab?
1: What are you talking about?
2: Mm.
0: No, look, look. I would love to continue to help you and learn from you. I think there's just a lot going on. I'm not saying that you're behind it. Maybe you know something. Yes, from- of
1: course. There's a lot going on, says Dean Livia. There are students dying, and I'm sitting here listening to students mouth off about things. But you know what? Now that you're here, Vacum, I have a bone to pick with you.
2: I pull out some popcorn.
1: While these boys talking about me being at the school or whatever, that I don't. I wasn't there. I don't know what they're talking about. But I think it's time that you tell all of us what's going on with this little project of yours that you've been doing. Well, what 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 are you talking about? What the the project? What does that have to do with anything? It has everything to do with this, because ever since you started with this project, the students have basically been sick. So why don't you tell us what happened with your experiment? What is it?
3: Ooh.
1: <laughs> and Professor Kane just kind of like looks sidelong at everybody and goes, "I've told you. I've told the faculty. It's it's. I'm working on perfecting surges."
3: And
0: and can can we call in Donny from the <laughs>
2: by by using us as the source?
1: <laughs> what no, no, not, Of course not. I've been experimenting so that we don't have to use live animals. We can just, you know, if if we find a scale on the ground, we can use it. If we happen to kill something that is terrorizing a village, we can use it. And Dean Livia says, "Oh, and pray tell. When was the last time that you ran a surge experiment with these dead things? Hmm? Well, it was a few days ago. The same day that the boys went out to hunt down griffin feathers.
0: So when we left to go get the griffin feathers, nobody was sick. And we came back and everybody was sick.
1: Well, that's merely coincidence.
0: I'm just, I'm piecing together the timeline of sicknesses. And that's uh, when
2: we found Leong, and then that's when Leong woke up with that weird amulet around his neck.
1: What are you talking about? What What amulet?
3: Yeah, just fucking throw everything out there.
1: I you thought that's
0: kind
2: of what we were doing. <laughs> I have it?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you kept, or somebody kept I the amulet. I do
2: have it. Yeah, I
1: think you put it on. He had
2: the He had this amulet on that had, like, some sort of an eyeball on it.
1: Professor Kane says, Again, I've already addressed these accusations about Leong. He asked for help, and he never came down to see me. And yes, I ran a surge experiment, but the items that I used were all used up. They burned, like, they, they didn't work. Oh, are you so sure that it didn't work? Maybe it worked so well that it poisoned everybody on campus.
0: That's a good fucking point Scathing I'm gonna let this go for a second Yeah, I got so many things to jump in But the, they're on a roll with getting information out
3: <laughs> now, Usually when someone argues with themselves It's called schizophrenia We call it being a dungeon master <laughs> <laughs> Like,
2: for example
3: Dean Livia was not at the school or whatever She
2: was here, but we just saw her and Vacuum Kane arguing
0: uh, Yeah, we, uh, uh, yeah, there's lots of things Alright, proceed <laughs> <laughs> We're just whispering in like in a quarter like all together. Proceed,
1: guys. <laughs> There's no way that it would have poisoned everybody. The the items that I was using burned up. We all know that when surges expire, the things that they turn into turn into what? A fine boys? You guys want to jump in? What do they turn into when the surge items are used up? Um
0: The thing that we definitely know from our years being at this college
2: <laughs> poison
1: dust, uh... Yes, dust. Very fine dust. How big was the experiment that you ran, uh, Well, Well, I mean, how big was it?
3: Average size.
1: <laughs> I ran a surge experiment with four ancient dragon scales. And yes, it did create quite a bit of dust, but that has nothing to do with... I think it has everything to do with what's going on, and now that I know that you were using ancient dragon scales, maybe I can finally find a cure. And she storms away.
3: Why did he only use four? Sounds like all, a big experiment. Because he could only count to four.
1: <laughs> one. What comes after
0: one? Two. What comes after two? Quick, facem.
3: How high can you count?
0: Ah, <laughs> facem. Do me, do me a favor. Try to count to five, real quick.
3: how <laughs> Count to four. One, two, five, four,
1: five. Well, <laughs> as five. they say, three shall be the na- the number that thou counts to. <laughs>
3: Hey, DM. Um, Yes. Mike Dixon being behind the wall, was I able to hear everything they said?
1: Yes, you can hear everything that was said. Okay,
3: that's fine. I just wanted to know that. So Dean Livia walks away?
1: Yes, she walks back to all of the nurses and doctors that have stopped everything that they're doing to stare at the shouting match that's been happening. Gotcha.
3: Does everyone watch her walk away?
1: Or? E- yeah,
0: everybody turns, just stops their conversation, and stares at her as she's walking <laughs> away. Man,
3: <laughs> I'm leaning around the corner.
0: Like, how could we be? How could we be enemies with that?
3: Hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her go.
0: But I love her ass. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Dean Livia walks away. Everybody stares. Everybody pro- gets back to normal conversation. Um, and look, Fackham. I, I'm not, I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. I, I think that there's, you know, I, w- I was explaining to them before, and outside of any, anything going on with testing and surge, whatever, there's just, there's things that we don't understand. For example, we just saw you and Dean, Livia arguing, uh, down on the other side of the school, around the time that we got attacked by hellhounds and a giant fucking bee drill. Um,
1: no. Ask Coach Rolta. She found me in my office. I've been working on this surge, trying to perfect it. You boys walked in on me working on this surge. You're right. You're right. Contraption when you got back from the Griffins.
0: You're right. And this is why we have questions, because clear as day, all of us saw what looked to be you arguing with what looked to be Dean Livia on the other side of school. But Dean Livia claimed she was in the hospital this whole time and you were in your office. So that's that's one thing we're not having a great time understanding. Another thing was in the basement. You know, after helping you with the surge, we ended up stumbling upon a secret lab room. And uh, within that room, we saw Winona, our classmate, chained to a fucking desk thing with a bunch of uh, beakers and stuff around. And then, you know what? I walked her back to her dorm room and I come here and I see that she's been admitted to the hospital this whole time because I saw her chart. So there's another example where it says Winona's been here this whole time. But I saw her chained to a fucking table on the other side of school in a
1: secret lab room.
0: Does he react to that shiftily?
1: Give me an insight check.
0: Yeah, that's good. To Wait, have. is well, Dean Livia still in sight?
1: Uh, she's walked back to her group of doctors and nurses, and she's in a room somewhere.
0: It doesn't matter. I rolled a wand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great, Then
1: You don't know what to think.
0: And then, uh, in fact, on top of that, too... Right, I, I know that we talked about the whole Leung situation when we found him after he was supposed to meet up with you. That's fine. Again, I, I don't think you had any any hand in that. But when he woke up and came to class the next day, he had no memory of anything. And he woke up with that weird amulet that Milo brought up, too. So, again, I'm not saying that you're responsible for anything. I'm not saying Dean Libby is responsible for anything. I'm trying to figure out if anybody has information on this because I am confused. And I am worried and I'm scared. And uh, I'm thinking about dropping out of school <laughs> and that's really not what I'd want to do because I want to keep learning and obviously, you know, graduating is important, but I am worried. So, you know, again, as I as I re-explain all that to you, I don't think that I, I don't know that you're not at fault. I'd like to trust and believe you again. I've you know, you've always been my favorite professor, but I just I need some answers because I'm, I'm losing trust and faith in everybody. And I'd like to make sure I said all of that loud enough that Tyson, Cray- a Crayolta, like, everybody is <laughs> listening and can hear.
1: Did you say a Crayola?
0: <laughs> a, Crayola. <laughs> a Crayola. No, a Crayolta.
1: Okay. Yeah, everybody could hear what you were saying. And uh, Dean Tyson says, um, I'm I'm thinking that perhaps we should put you... um." Back in your office pending further investigation of these allegations, it's I'm sorry to say, my friend, it's it's not looking good for you. Like does anybody have zone of truth?
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, have any spell slots available.
0: Like Professor uh fucking Tyson. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll say I have zone of truth and I full I pull out my piece. I'm like, this is a real truthful zone right now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that that exactly what I
0: meant. <laughs> But I love the intimidation <laughs> factor. Great
3: job. Say, I have dispel magic, but do, this a, do I know he pulled his gun on a teacher? No, like,
0: I, I say it so everybody can hear, it, even if there's some random fucking nurse. Like, does anybody have a zone of truth that we can just settle this? Like,
3: because I like to pull my long swords. <laughs> so you'll it's like, I'll cast
2: strider. It's like, one.
0: why would we lie about this? Like, why All need I to care be- about is Pyrocross coming back. I don't care about any of this intrigue. I care about Pyrocross and graduation, and I just don't like that friends are dying. (laughs) and, and There's so much going on.
1: At the far end of the hallway, you see Dean Livia walk back out of the room, and she says, Well, you can all put yourselves at ease, because now that I knew how to counteract the ancient dragon scale dust that has infected the bloodstream of every student, I've just cured the first of many. That was quick. Yeah, that's
0: that took like five seconds. You're
1: really good at your job.
0: <laughs> I guess this was just
2: all a big accident. We no, can go.
0: <laughs> but that's fine. I still think that there's a lot of questions, though. I'm happy now. I don't have to worry about people dying of this sickness. That's great. But there's still, you know, secret rooms and weird amulets and, you know, crazy bitches in the bar and. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even there for that one, but they tell me <laughs> <laughs> these bitches had black eyes and. <laughs> There's apparently two barmaids. I didn't even realize we had a bar on campus. But, you know, with black pupils, you can't kill people's. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> I, I, am, I am blown away by by how good you are at your job. Like, it truly is doing something to me right now. But I am still so confused that there's so many
2: questions. I just need to go to sleep.
1: Dean Tyson turns to Coach Rolton and says, Akraya. Please escort Fakum back to his offices, and uh, please watch the door through the night. I will stay here with Dean Livia, make sure that her cure winds up getting administered to all the students. Um, yeah, I, I am a little suspicious that it happened so quickly there, Dola. She pops her head out of the room that she had just walked into, and she says, Well, I didn't know how to proceed exactly. Now that I know, I can fix it. So... Maybe you should just do Does anybody your... want to see
0: the secret fucking lab?
2: I'll take them there. <laughs> Man, Manny really snapped this episode.
1: <laughs> Manny, we will follow up on your claims, but for now that go That seems back...
2: pretty important! <laughs> Man, Manny, Manny, here's a Snickers. You're not yourself when you're hungry.
0: <laughs> Very hungry. I haven't slept in a while. I'm very tired, very
2: hungry. Eat and feel better. Friend. I'm very confused. Eat, eat and feel better.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Go back to your dorm rooms. Rest. So nobody knows Zone of
0: Truth. Is that what you're telling me? We can't just answer questions right here and put everybody at ease for that. We're just gonna, you know, watch things instead, instead of just answer questions. That's cool.
1: We do not have anybody that can cast Zone of Truth here. We'll need to reach out to Dean Sarson tomorrow morning because he is currently off campus. Uh, he's resting, as should we all be. It's late. And right now, it seems like we have some answers, at least. We know how to heal these students. And um, we we know that there's something suspicious that we can investigate, this this lab of yours. And we will keep an eye on things. But for now, go to bed.
0: Can I... Do some sort of check to see how much I trust this Tyson
1: guy. Sure, give me an insight check.
3: You still have your gun out?
0: Yeah, I'm just <laughs> casually just holding waving it <laughs> around. Oh, I didn't roll, it just like dropped. Damn it, it's a three. You believe him. Well, that's good. Do I think Coach could take Fakum in a 1v1 if it came to that?
1: It depends. Because he's a magic user and she is a fighter. So if she lets him get out of range, then she would probably lose.
0: But do I think she could beat that ass?
1: Yeah, she's standing two feet from him. She could probably hit him pretty hard.
0: Alright. Alright, alright. That's fine. Guys, why don't we why don't we head back to our room? Sound good? Everybody cool? I'm cool. Is everybody else cool? I'm good. I'm cool. I am cool and also good. Alright, good. Cool.
3: I'm behind a wall.
0: Let's grab, let's grab Dixon. (laughs) Dixon, where you at? I don't answer. All right, Dixon, we're headed back to the room now. (laughs) If you're listening, just walk out. (laughs) It's time to go.
2: All right. I try to make a little, I I take out of my pocket a couple like knives and other sharp objects and I like set them with like a box and a stick and some string.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Leave him like a trail <laughs> into like the a room and trap with sharp objects. All right, single like
2: thumbtacks. Guys,
0: in the way. don't worry. I know how to get him out. I pull out my, my iPod and I will play some "Stare 281 really loud because he can't <gasps> resist singing along to it. So we will find him.
3: <laughs> I don't. Wow, this is more important.
2: This self-control <laughs> of this man. <laughs> I I got nothing.
0: All right, well, seriously, let's leave. Let's go. And, yeah. uh, I would like to... Uh,
2: Can I have Toby go investigate the uh, secret room just while we're gone?
1: No, you can't because you're out of wild shape. But that's a good idea, Milo. Hmm.
0: D- instead of going to our dorm, do we go there and see if somebody tries... We'll actually go and just try to sleep there. I'll set up alarms and we'll see if somebody tries to sneak in tonight.
2: We definitely do need to sleep.
0: Yeah, we could set up alarms. we could just sleep there instead. Because now that I kind of put a major fucking target on our head and spilled all the information we know, <laughs> if uh, whoever's responsible heard of it, they might try to go and hide the shit.
2: That's, that's what I was thinking. If Toby could come back, I'd have him do it. But, I mean, I guess it has to
3: be us now, right?
0: Yeah, we could quickly run back to our dorm and grab some sleeping
3: bags and Are go- you whispering right in front of... Vacuum can.
0: No, I figured we were walking away because I said we were leaving. So I, f- I picture we're like kind of walking out
1: and I'm just kind of. Okay. Thank you for asking that question, Be Rich. <laughs> you
3: guys are fucking idiots.
1: I was curious as well. All right. So you guys are walking out and you're trying to figure out. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm, so guys, I'm thinking we got one of two options. We go back to our dorm room. And we fucking barricade that shit to make sure nobody comes in in the middle of the night. Because I, I really did just, you know, potentially tell all the enemies we know what they're up to. <laughs> um, We could write it, we could put it in the school paper so all the students know about it. Oh,
2: you're in the school paper now too?
0: I, I, I have clubs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it looks good on the it. Dixon didn't hear that, did he?
0: no he (laughs) did not I know the editor it's okay it's not me though
2: (laughs) Um, it's not me I go by an alias
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's the ivory
3: alchemist I
0: go by the black alchemist (laughs) it's
3: the opposite ebony you fuck
0: (laughs) oh the ebony
3: alchemist
0: (laughs) Yeah, nobody knows who the fuck that is the ebony alchemist (laughs) Definitely not, Manfred McQuaid. Oh. And <laughs> I turn into the ebony alchemist. <laughs> keeping the streets safe. Oh, no. <laughs> but while in school.
1: <laughs> All right. So you three are on your way out of the infirmary, and you're trying to figure out what you want to do in terms of going back to your dorm or keeping an eye on the entrance to the
2: We're being a vigilante.
1: secret lab. Dixon, what are you doing?
3: I'm debating where I can pick up the newest edition of the school paper. <laughs> an exciting article by the Ebony Alchemist. <laughs>
0: it's a good
1: read. Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> um, was Fackham Cain still in the room when they left?
1: No. Um, Coach Rolta would have escorted Fackham off the premises and back to their office.
3: And they didn't say anything after these guys left. I didn't know if, like, they were shit-talking them after or, like, they said anything that, like, they all knew about it.
1: Okay. So the timeline would have been Dean Tyson said, Coach Rolto, why don't you escort Professor Kane back to his office? And they would have left. There would have been some more discussion Then your compatriots would have left. And they're okay murmuring amongst themselves. And the people that are still there are all the doctors, nurses, Dean Livia... Who is slowly going from room to room, and now the doctors and nurses are starting to spread out along the 300s hallway, as they now know how to treat this illness, and Dean Tyson is there kind of observing.
3: Fuck. That's not good. It's not good.
1: I mean, they know you're somewhere in there.
3: Yeah, but they don't know where. (laughs) That's the best part.
1: They're all preoccupied.
3: Yeah, exactly. I'm doing some reconnaissance. Are there any dragonborn doctors or nurses? Do I know that to be a fact?
1: Yes, there is definitely one. And uh, Dean Tyson is also a dragonborn.
3: Okay. This is going to work perfectly. Do I see a doctor's coat anywhere? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, there's one right by the psych ward doors. I want it. Okay, you put it on.
3: I want to. A-
2: God, he's gonna be admitted for pretending to be a doctor. You're not a doctor, silly. That's a crime.
0: go a back to him. No, it's
3: not.
2: Impersonating a doctor? Felony.
3: <laughs> no, it's
0: not! Expulsion.
3: Fuck him! <laughs> I should've got expelled anyways. <laughs> Alright, is there one of those fancy head circle things with the band on it, you know what I'm talking about?
0: <laughs> um, stethoscope. No. The
1: light bulb
3: thing. That thing. The little silver circle that the cartoon doctors wear.
1: Believe oh, okay. it or not, there is one hanging up right next to that coat. I, it.
3: <laughs> I want it.
1: What are the I odds? want it on my head. What are the odds? Okay, you put it on your head, and then you see that none of the other doctors or nurses are wearing those.
3: Oh, a fuck! I'm a transfer doctor. <laughs>
1: a okay. travel doctor.
3: So, is there a clipboard? Yes. I want it. Is there a pencil?
1: Attached to the clipboard.
3: Outstanding. <laughs> So, I want to poke my head around the corner. Is, uh, is it Dean Tyson?
1: Yes, Dean Tyson is standing there just kind of observing, arms folded.
3: So, if I walked around the corner, he would see me.
1: Depends on if you have the clipboard over your face.
3: I have the clipboard over my face in the most I'm-hiding-my-face way possible. <laughs> I'm not good at this. Okay. And I want, to, I want to come around the corner and tuck into the first room that's open with a doctor in it.
1: Okay. Roll a stealth check for me.
3: This isn't good. you
1: going into a room?
2: <laughs> yeah. He goes into the room, they'd be like, Doctor, thank God you're here. The operation's about to begin.
0: <laughs> like Drake and Josh with Dr. Nossbaum or whatever? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dr. Nossbaum.
0: <laughs> the toe surgeon or
3: something? <laughs> uh, 15.
1: Okay, you duck into the room, and you see that there is a patient there. Very ill.
0: Oh, shit. Ill like sick or ill like sick? Help me, doctor, I'm dying.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of dying.
3: Yeah, you're dead. Um, good news is you're still alive. Bad news is you won't be for long. All right. <laughs> is There's no other doctor in the room?
1: You walk in and, yes, there's a nurse in there.
3: I guess you'll do. Um,
1: Not a doctor, but... <laughs>
3: Oh, you're just want, a nurse? Yeah, I want to make sure that they know <laughs> that just, they hate that shit. So much. Yeah, trust me. I know. <laughs> Excuse me, doctor. Oh. Oh,
0: you're just a nurse. <laughs> you're a nurse. Can you get me the doctor? <laughs> you don't know shit.
3: <laughs> okay. So I walk in the room. There's a nurse there. I have a clipboard over my face. I want to pull it down so just my eyes are looking over the clipboard. I say, Excuse me, nurse. I was in the bathroom. I know that we just had a meeting on how to cure these um, with uh, Dean Livia. Can you give me the quick rundown of how we're curing these patients?
1: Yes. Um, of course, Dr.
3: Nussbaum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she says, oh, yes, you're the doctor transfer from Danakesh. And you look down at your name tag, and it actually does say Dr. Nussbaum. I know.
3: Did research.
1: That's why you said it. <laughs> So she says, that seems like a very inopportune time to have to use the bathroom. But yes, we're, we're going to be taking our restorative ointment and instead of just using it like it was before, we are now combining it with the scale of a dragon in order to counteract that specific ailment. So before the restorative ointment wasn't strong enough, we thought we were going to have to brew a whole bunch of potion of vitality, but it seems like this will be enough.
3: And I'm just, I act like I'm writing on my clipboard, but really I'm just doodling a pirate ship. Just a really shitty stick figure. I say, mm hmm, mm hmm. And this restorative ointment is made of what?
1: I mean, that's a basic medical question. You should know that. Magical medical question.
3: I'm not the one under examination.
1: Excuse me, I don't like the tone that you're taking with me, doctor.
3: Ooh, big words from a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that this was a pretty standard conversation, and I am examining you.
1: No, we're supposed to be examining the patient.
3: Well, I'm examining you, examining the patient. Did you not want to be a doctor, or did you just want to be a nurse for the rest of your life?
1: (laughs) She flushes and says, I am perfectly happy being a nurse. I know just as much as you do.
3: I don't doubt that in the slightest. (laughs) You probably know more. (laughs) However... Part of my assignment here is I was able to pick and shadow and assess a nurse's performance in this hospital. You're that lucky person. I apologize.
1: Give me a deception roll.
0: Fuck!
3: Mm-mm-mm. Damn it. Now,
0: if you would have said she probably would have known more, she would have liked
3: you and just let it slide. God damn it. Fucking 15. wasn't as high as I wanted.
1: Do you have inspiration? Do you want to use
3: I do, but I feel like uh, you know if I use it, fifteen's not a bad roll. Fifteen's not a bad roll. Everything can't be twenties. No, sure can't. I stick with my fifteen.
1: All right, well that fifteen works because she goes from being flushed and clearly upset to blushing because you have just complimented her, and she says, "Oh, well, I'm 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 sorry for taking that tone of voice with you, Doctor Nussbaum. Um, I'm I'm sure you understand that doctors are not always so." accommodating for nurses.
3: I understand.
1: Uh but the ointment is made of healing properties. It allows us to normally heal any ailment or disease, but this illness has proven very very difficult to cure. We haven't been able to heal it even with greater restoration, but modifying the ointment in this way is allowing us to target a specific disease apparently.
3: Outstanding. You're doing a fantastic job. Proceed, I'll just be here taking notes. And I just want to draw sharks under my ship, seagulls above my ship, and a little bit of waves that the boat is on. Until she's done doing whatever she's doing to the patient. And then right before she finishes, I say good work, future doctor, and uh, get the fuck out of the room before she asks any more follow-up questions.
0: Do you come and meet up with us too?
3: No. The fuck what I do that. I you I guys barricaded the door. Not that I know that. <laughs>
0: no, we haven't decided if we're going to the lab. Or in the dorm room yet? <laughs> I was waiting for you to come out so we could all be <laughs> in a spot.
1: Well, as soon as uh, Dixon leaves the room, you spin around and you're face to face with Dean Tyson.
3: Yeah, I go. Ah! <laughs> I throw my clipboard up and sprint out of there.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> you sprint down the hallway, um, and you leave through the lobby and outside on the gravel path outside the infirmary. You see. Your companions, Manny, Milo, and Thad Arguing about barricading the dorm room Or going and sleeping outside of the entrance to the secret lab
3: Okay, I want to sprint by them and say Dorm room, let's go And just keep running Oh I just impersonated a doctor in front of a dean I'm not hanging around, my boy
0: So go to the dorm room where they expect us to be
3: Yeah, because if I kill him there, it's self-defense
0: this isn't our property where just, <laughs> If they come inside the dorm room You can kill.
1: As Dixon is continues to run away And you're getting louder and louder Trying to make sure he hears you
0: Alright alright fine 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 Carry with him Guys that's fine let's all go back to the dorm room And then uh Once we get into the dorm room I would like to make sure we barricade The fuck out of our doors <laughs> I would like to sleep directly in front of the door In my shell Wait does the door swing in or out It swings in. Yeah, being being on my shell, I would block it. That, so you don't have to sleep on the floor for that. We could just move the entire bed, and with you sleeping on the bottom bunk and me on the top bunk in front of the door. But while I'm in my shell, I get advantage on strength checks. Yeah, that's... How the fuck does that work? Because I'm too fat to move. Yeah, but, like, in bed, you could do that, right? Like, don't you want to be more comfortable?
3: What, are you trying to seduce
0: him? (laughs) I mean I, that's I, fine. I, I guess we I could move the whole bed. Yeah, I just figure it right in front. Yeah, and then with me on top and you on bottom, and you in your shell. And I'm
1: talking her on top, me on bottom.
3: Yeah, We're talking missionary. We're talking elephant man on top and turtle man on the bottom. <laughs> talking, grab the tusk.
1: Okay, so you guys wind up moving the bed in front of the door. Manny and Thad are in those bunks. Milo and Dixon are in their bunks, and you're resting for the night?
2: Yes. yes.
0: 100%. Is there more we want to do? Should I magically tinker with shit to play music? If people wiggle the knob? No. <laughs> <laughs> we think this is sufficient? <laughs> I mean, if people w- want to wiggle the knob, they could do that
3: in private. That's their own, <laughs> own business. You <laughs> have 2,000 pounds in front of the door.
1: Well, I will assume you guys wind up putting all the traps and alarms that you can possibly think of in your deliriously spent state, because you are out of surges and spell slots and all sorts of stuff, and you make it through the night. Nobody bugs you. Like, you don't you don't wake up to the door or anything like that, and you finally have a long rest. Woo! Yay! Except for Manny. Oh, man! You have a terrible terrible nightmare. You dream that Winona is being tortured. And no matter how hard you run, how fast you run, you can't get there in time to save her. And you snap awake, with everybody else yawning as the brightness of day. And that's where we'll pick up next week, when you guys have leveled up.
0: Level up? So do I not get my spell slots just because I had a a
1: restless night? We'll talk about what happened.
0: A.K.A. Fuck you.
1: (laughs) So, lots of stuff happened this episode, and our students have finally managed to maybe get to the bottom of things? Not really. I committed (laughs) a crime. (laughs) But we're going to continue their investigations and their education, and then find out what happened as a result of Manny's nightmares in our next episode. Until then, if you can't wait to hear more Death Saving Bros, we encourage you to head over to Patreon.com, where we have extra episodes, bloopers, and pre-show recordings, where we try and recap and joke around. Again, that is Patreon.com slash DeathSavingBros. If you want to keep in touch with us, we are available on social media, at DeathSavingBros, on Instagram, X, Facebook, and Twitter, or Reddit. Ah, uh, got him. If you would like to keep in touch with us personally, I am available at Camper. You can find me at Benfro15.
2: Find me at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. You can find me at Reddit. You can find me on the PlayStation <laughs> Network. as F-A-T-T dash
1: Smith. And to all those of you who are listening in your cars, in your homes, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. This episode was made possible by our patrons. The following individuals have pledged at the $5 tier. Tad Corsi. Thank you for your support. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The song, The Dangerous Dole Olivia, is by Ivan Duke. This track is used with permission. All rights reserved.